That's all. Uh, this is Bryce France and Justin France said. Uh, I'm Avery Schatz. I'm Dana Zidane. I'm Boker. And uh, today we're going to be talking a little bit about gun control, especially in light of the recent uh, mass shootings. Um, and so why don't we just start with whether we think it's a good idea, bad idea, um, to raise the uh, gun age requirement from 18 to 21. So whoever wants to open that up may start. I don't know. I mean, I would first of all think that if you're 18, you should be able to handle a firearm. Because, I mean, it's like you can be sent to the military at 18. What do you think you're going to be doing there? They even have people starting to shoot when they're 17, when they start getting trained for the military. So that's where I stand. I don't think that changing it to 21 is really going to do anything because you see that the pistol age is 21, but then 90% of shootings our shooting deaths are by pistol and not by like these rifles. Okay. That's at least my take on it. I would say that I understand that raising the age of 21 would certainly get guns. The idea is to get it away from high school students by moving the age up so they can't shoot up their school. But I think that a lot of the times it's the family's guns, so I don't think you're really taking the guns out of the hands of the kids by moving it up to 21. I think you'd have to remove automatic weapons or semi-automatic or any kind the of... The thing is, there's no, automatic weapons aren't legal. Like an AR-15, something that's that... That's not an automatic weapon. It shoots multiple rounds, like, that's, per minute. That's not what an automatic weapon is. So, so just to be clear on the same terminology, to my understanding, a semi-automatic weapon is you pull the trigger once, one bullet yep. comes out, whereas right. an automatic weapon is you... You, you hold can, it down. You can hold it down and mm-hmm. multiple bullets come out. But I think what Isaac was more. getting at is that... At this point, like when you shoot an automatic weapon versus semi-automatic weapon, uh, like a lot of bullets come out in the in one minute in a one minute time frame, so it's it still does a lot of damage. Yeah. And so, why don't you continue on now that we have that clear out? Yes. So maybe that's not what they're called, but that's they like forty bullets a minute is what like an AR-15 would do, right? So I think any gun with that capacity should not if they they shouldn't own it. A family shouldn't own it. I think because even if you raise raise the age of twenty one, I wouldn't doubt that eighteen year old uh, kids would still have or younger would still have access to them. Get their hands on it. Yes, at their house. And like, like responding to what Bryce was saying, with like the military, like from what I understand, like that's true that they are training people like as young as seventeen or eighteen to like handle guns, but aren't they like constantly supervised? Like they're in like a area it's not like you can go anywhere else with that military like with that weapon so if some like if we were to raise the age or not like if somebody were to have like that weapon that's it like they have it and there's no one else like supervising them I mean the thing I think is that when you have these criminals they're like they're not gonna follow the law because that's what they are they're committing the worst crime you can commit which is murder do you really think that they're gonna like be like, oh, I can't buy this gun yet to do this mass shooting because I'm only 18. We're talking about a set of yet. people. We're talking about a set of people that's um, a, this, a piece of our population that is uh, simply crazy. Um, I don't think that if you, I'm kind of with Bryce on this. I don't think that if you change it from 18 to 21, all of a sudden, 18 um, uh, year olds that are going crazy and. Uh, you know, making threats to shoot up the school and whatnot. I don't think that that is really going to change much. If someone's really that crazy and, and they're at that extreme, 
nothing's going to change from the time that they're 21 to 18 years old. Right, but I think that if you took away, if you made it illegal to own, like, an AR-15 or, or you know, I think they're called bumps, right, where it makes you shoot more rounds per minute. Bump sucks, yeah. yeah, so I think if you made it illegal to own those and, like, to own them, not just to purchase any more of them, I think that that would make it infinitely more, like, difficult for an 18-year-old or anyone to buy or purchase those well, even if it's not it. even if it's not legally i think it would still be very very difficult and maybe a teenager wouldn't know how to like navigate the well i mean it's not legal to buy alcohol when you're under 21 and i think that happens all the right, time but adults have it and they're yeah. in stores adults and i'm saying in this too. situation no one could own an ar-15 or a bump so no one would have them to give like what's the purpose of like owning a gun that shoots that many rounds like I know like you're like a gun owner like you have guns so like what like personally why do you think that like you need a gun well I mean I think the debate always goes back to the second amendment about the well regulated uh, militia and when you start backing down on some of the bill of rights who knows what's going to happen to the first amendment third amendment fourth amendment you can't just start, like, backing down on those issues that we have that are, make us unique compared to other countries. Right, but this Second Amendment is, like, completely, like, outdated. Like, at that time, they didn't have weapons that shot 45 rounds. They had a weapon that would shoot one or two rounds, and it would take, like, a long time to, like, reload it and everything. And so, like, to... Like, we're, like, advancing with technology and, like, the stuff that we have access to... So I just think that that Second Amendment needs to be revised because this isn't... And like you said, we can't own automatic, like fully automatic weapons. Do you think that's a violation of the Second Amendment? I don't think you'd say... I don't think you'd say that that's not... I mean, would you agree that that's not a violation of the Second Amendment, that we're not allowed to own those because they do so much damage? I mean, I, I think that they're... I think that with the Second Amendment and not being able to own a fully automatic rifle right now, they're, that's that's the rules that they have in place right now, right? To try and keep these mass murder weapons out of the hands of people that should not have them, right? So they figure, okay, if we don't sell these guns to regular people, these guns aren't going to get, you know, even if our system is corrupt, right? Which it is. It's corrupt everywhere. I mean, if you think about... Um, like the way that you know high school kids get alcohol it's the same it's the same theory you know what I mean um, and so I think that that's why that we're not allowed to own I mean a, a fully automatic rifle right now and I think that's per- perfectly uh, justifiable but but why can't we own but then why can we own semi-automatic and we, so, if we take that away is that it's the same reason that you were saying we should take away the automatic rifle well it's not what what I'm gathering is that Avery's saying Okay, these automatic weapons um, are obviously more, the most dangerous in the wrong hands, and it's a concession that people are willing to make in light of the Second Amendment, but getting rid of all, say, semi-automatic weapons or rifles or what, whatever is just too far. Is that, is that accurate? Yeah, and I mean, I understand that like, you can buy things like, say, a, a bump stock or something like that that's going to you know, uh, increase the damage that you can do with your gun, right? Um, but I don't think that 
I think that, like Bryce said, if we were to go back or say we rethink our, our amendments, right, or we kind of try and make some adjustments or whatever. Well, you keep saying all the amendments, right? But, like, it's just a second no, amendment. No, but it has to do with the whole Bill of Rights. Yeah, if you so start betting it's like one thing, you don't know what's going to happen to the next thing. Well, that's what, um, but you can amend the Bill of Rights. So I'm saying, like, I don't think, like, when people, when gay marriage was, when people were first saying that, like, we should have gay marriage, people would be like, what's next? Are we going to be able to marry our dogs? Like, are we going to be able to... That's just are, a fallacy. That doesn't have to do with the Bill of Rights. N- no, but what I'm saying is people often say that, like, when you legalize something, what's next? What are they going to do now? But I think that people are very intensely focused on the gun like gun laws that I don't I don't think they're going to be like, well, we should change free speech now. I don't think, I don't think people are going to automatically want to change everything else on the Bill of Rights just because of guns. I mean, I think the one thing that gets, I don't know, I may be diverging a little bit here, but I think the one thing that gets overlooked with guns is how many lives they actually save per year. Because the CDC actually did research showing that around 300,000 up to 3 million lives are saved each year by guns. Cop and just guns? Think, no, no, no. It just said guns in general. So I don't know, like, what kind of guns it's talking mm-hmm. about. But the thing is, you think about, like, let's say women, they turn, like a girl, they turn 18, 19. I would assume that this is, like, the age that they're most likely to be sexually assaulted. Would you agree with that? I don't think the most likely. Well, I mean, just, like, in general. Just as likely as any any other age, I would say. This is when they need, like, they, like, I would want a girl to be concealed and carrying because how are they going to be able, let's say you have a big dude comes up on her, how are they going to be able to defend themselves if they don't have a gun? I'm not saying you shouldn't have guns. I'm just saying if for protecting yourself against assault, home invasions, there's no reason you need an automatic weapon. If you have a, a shotgun or a pistol at your house, or you have a concealed pistol, that's all you need. Well, I mean, if the person I, in there has more firepower than you, it's like... No one's going to rob your house with an AR-15 unless you're like Bill Gates. You know what I'm saying? Good. Like... <laughs> you never know. <laughs> you said, like, the... it Like, the, under the Second Amendment, it, it's, like, okay that we don't have, like an automatic rifle, but, like, semi-automatic, like, that would be infringing upon the Second Amendment. Like, where's the cutoff for if it's violates it or if it doesn't? Like, where's the where's the line that you think should be drawn on the Second Amendment? None of these weapons should be banned, but it, it's okay if some of these are banned. Because you said it was okay that automatic rifles were banned, so I was just wondering where the line was. I mean, I think, I think it would be interesting to have the Supreme Court look at that and see what they would say. Because, I don't know, no one really knows if it really includes it or not. But I think when they look at it, it has to do with, like, let's say if there's ever tyrannical government or let's say we were somehow invaded by another country, there's no way we're going to be able to get our hands on a gun so quick. And it's not like a pistol is going to hold off people trying to get into your house. If there's just a bunch of people coming in, or coming in you're going to need something that's semi-automatic, like an AR-15. And, like, what situation would this be? Yeah, what was that scenario? If we get well, I mean, invaded, like, if you get invaded, like, let's say that there's, like, an invasion by, like, that's extreme cases, but you never know it's going to happen. So if we don't have, if we're not prepared for anything like that, you're not going to be able to defend your family. And then also, let's say, like, I know you guys don't like Trump or that. What if he does something you guys really don't like? And then there's, like, home invasions and other weird stuff. How are you going to be able to defend yourself if there's many people coming? And I think what Bryce was talking about earlier is just the way the Constitution is designed, and especially the amendments, like, it's vague. And so they purposefully left it open for debates later, later, like, now. Yeah. So... Yeah. I mean, is it, like, should you prepare for 
the worst eventuality, like, regarding the Second Amendment. Because, like, no one has ever invaded America, but a lot of people have been killed in school shootings. Well, I mean, that's the thing. It's like, no one's ever done it, but we never know when it's going to happen. And it's like, we have these gun-free zones where most of the mass shootings happen, so they're going to target the houses that don't have guns in them. How do they know? Gun-free zones, they know it's a gun-free zone. Well, I mean, you, you, you're not going to put that in front of your house. I mean, that's, like, at a school, but I mean, like, you're not going to have, like, a like a thing in your yard that says gun-free zone for your house. I mean, I, I assume that most uh, gun violence is domestic. I don't know if that's true or not. I'm just... Domestic, I mean, but, but between people you know, not some stranger robbing your house. Exactly, domestic, but, like, like, if those people that know you, they'll know if you have a gun or not. So they'll know whether it's a smart but, choice. But you could have a gun. I'm not saying you couldn't. I'm just saying you won't have an automatic well, I mean, or if you have a semi-automatic yeah. weapon, it might be a lot easier to hit someone. You see, let's say they're coming down your yard. How are you going to hit them from it's 50 yards away? It's also easy to hit away? them with a shotgun. From 50 yards away? Sure. Not, not even <laughs> close. That's what? like hitting how like a small fr- little Well, shotguns, they, don't they? They spread out, but they don't go too far. They, they severely lose accuracy the further back you are. Try and and just about as many, uh, well, I mean, not as many, but let's say, like, 33% less of the mass shootings are done by shotguns. And I almost feel like shotguns could do more damage in a situation where people are all bunched up. Because you have the spread burst coming out that's going to hit more than one person at once rather than hitting one person by one bullet. But people don't use shotguns for mass shootings, though. I wonder why. Probably because of reloading a shotgun. Yeah. It longer. But, so I'm saying you could have a shotgun and <coughs> wait till someone gets closer to your house than 50 yards away, which is kind of far from a normal person's house, like, maybe you seem alone. like very obscure examples. I mean, I mean, I understand. Well, you always have to be prepared. You can't like not I, be. Prepared I know, but I'm something. saying like the, but I'm saying, having AR people only AR-15s is doing more damage now than some possible or not possible like future where something really really bad happened, like I mean, really bad. Happened. I think the thing that people don't realize is that. Most mass shootings are actually done by semi-automatic handguns compared to rifles. We just hear about the ones that are about rifles. Okay. So it's like it's not like that's going to stop them just by using, let's say, like a semi-automatic pistol. And say if you have, let's say, your teacher's carrying, he's going to be able to take them down potentially a lot faster. So are you saying that teachers should have guns? I would argue for that. If they have a background in, let's say, like the military or if they're trained and stuff like that. Not, we shouldn't force all teachers to have guns. But if they're eligible to and have gone through training, I think it would be a lot safer. Because how is one police going to cover the whole entire school? That other police at Parkland, I think it was, didn't even go into the school. Uh, Well, do you think that the teachers are going to do more than the police? I mean, the thing is, police take two to three minutes to get there. How long does it take for someone to go and grab their gun, a teacher, as soon as they hear those first shots fired? Well, first of all, if there were teachers in classrooms, don't you think they should have it on them at all times? Because if it's... Not yeah, where would if, the gun be in the classroom? It could just be, like, let's say it's under their desk in a safe. Not if, by key, just in case the students can't get in, but it's, they only know the code to get in. I'm just saying, thinking, like, that would make me the most uncomfortable if I knew there was a gun. Not on the teacher, just somewhere in the, in the classroom. Yeah. And, I mean, what I mean, the thing is, you go, you look at, like, the NRA. These are some of the safest places to be. You never hear about mass shootings or stuff happening there or where there's a bunch of guns. And where? Like, let's say, an NRA convention. There's never been a shooting there because they know the repercussions of if there was to be one about how quick they would be yeah, dead after that. Yeah, but just because there's, sh- there's never been a shooting in Costco, like, that doesn't say anything that there's never been a shooting there. Well, I mean, if there's more guns around, I think people are more scared to go and pull out their own gun 
But okay, but the NRA, the, is, the NRA convention is like probably like once a year or so, right? I mean, it's not that. They often, want me to have meetings and stuff all the time. Every single too. day, at school, like that—that's the teacher bringing the gun to school every day. Well, let's say they just leave in there. And the so environment of like NRA conventions is like. It's well, probably there's a reason people target schools, and it's not. I don't think it's because they're gun-free zones or con- or concerts. People target concerts. It's <laughs> it's because that is like. It's so bad, and the people. It's so bad, and it's the easiest target too. So I think what Bryce was referring to earlier about the NRA convention is that people don't have shootings at the NRA convention because they know that there's people with guns, and there will be like if you try and shoot them, you will be killed. And it's like and we're what always... Isaac, what Isaac was trying to say is schools and concerts are the ones being shot at because they're soft targets where it's a lot of people and very little security. Mm-hmm. So does arming is arming teachers gonna a stop people from like dissuade people from committing shootings and B is it worth it to you know I don't know put teachers in that situation is that going to be a situation where people can feel comfortable I I even feel like when like this situation comes like if a teacher does need to pull out a gun and like use it I don't think that they would be able to because let's say like for example like the military or like police officers they have like extensive training on like how to use a gun and like in what environment you're allowed to use it in but like for teachers I don't think like putting them through that type of training and then also having them be responsible for like all of the students in the classroom I don't think they would be able well, to I mean, handle that they're already in charge of all the students and any percent chance you can get to take down the shooter earlier I think that we should be for it's like we have a lot better chance if we have something coming from the other end because what we're always looking for is a good guy to come and take down the bad guy. And what's the police doing? He's using a gun to take down that bad guy. But just last... And if they have the same training for with handguns and how to use them... Do you think that a teacher could be trained the same way a cop is? Because the teacher's not going to be in a situation... Like, cops are in situations every week that... Or maybe not every week, depending on... If you live in Wilsonville, probably not. Where it's like a like a dangerous situation, or that where they have to t- take out their gun. The teacher that could be once in a lifetime where they have to take out a gun. So it's I don't right. think that they have the constant training of a cop. And on top of that, I mean, well, it's just like let's say you have one year. They are every year they have to get CPR training. It'd be close to the same thing, just so they remember how to use it. Because those cops they have so many other things they have to worry about too that they're also learning, all they would have to learn about is basically, let's say, they have to do a whole class and that, go to the range, learn how to shoot it. And I just think it'll increase the chances of taking them down earlier. I was going to say, it's like a fire drill. Like, we obviously do fire drills every month and regular enough to know what to do, but there's, it's a very small likelihood that there's actually going to be a fire, like a building fire that you're going to be in. So, the teachers would, I'm thinking you're saying, receive the training and hopefully just never use it. Like, mm-hmm. never have to exactly. be in that situation. And even though they may not be in the situation every week, they would have the knowledge ability to uh, act in the in the, in the event of if the shooters fire. if the shooters knew that they were carrying guns, they would be a lot less likely to choose schools as their target. I don't think so. Don't I think, think so? I think that if a shooter's gonna like shoot a bunch of people, then he's just gonna do it. I don't think he's gonna think, oh well, this person right. might have because very rational people. Exactly, well, I mean, like they're in, just going to be dead earlier, and we're going to have one more bad guy off the street. But how do you know it's they're going to be dead earlier if they shoot them? But how do you know the teachers are going to shoot them? I think that cops know that that's not going to have armed civilians in a in a situation with gun violence because 
I mean, think about it. A teacher having a pistol, you said that it might not be accurate from far away, right? Like a pistol. Well, I mean, it's just the classroom. So if they're defending their so classroom. So he's in the classroom? Yeah, he's defending his classroom. And if the shooter's he could in go the out classroom. the hall potentially if he's willing to do that. It's just, it's very, I don't know. Well, I don't know. I feel like. It's very out there. I and I really feel like this. when a cop sees someone shooting, when he knows there's a school shooting, like, you don't, like, I think as a cop, you wouldn't want multiple people with guns in this situation. Exactly. Right. Yes, how would he, confusion on who how would he know who's who. shooting and who, well, I mean, who they to could, target? They could get taken down before the cops even are able to show up, so they still take many minutes just to get there. I mean, they're, they're fast, but never fast enough. And I think the idea behind arming teachers is that in the event of, like, Parkland, where the police officer can't or chose not to come into the building, or is there's a response time that takes too long, he's, I think Bryce is trying to get at, is how can we stop the damage without the assistance of a police officer who will take several minutes before anyone can be stopped? So, I mean, I think you're either going to have to do that, or another way is it might be a lot more expensive it's just to have, I guess, more police on campus in each hall. Why don't we just not have guns? Like, why is that not, like, an option that we're looking at? Why is it always, like, we either, like, arm more people or we have more police officers at school? Like, why can't we just not have any, like, why can't anyone just not have access to guns? Or I mean, ban those guns. The thing is, there's already so many guns out there. There's about, I think it's 1.5 guns in America per person. So it can't be too hard for them to go in find a gun. Especially these people on the streets, they're going to be able to find a handgun if they really need a handgun. Illegally, I assume. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, but I mean, like, a teenager whose parents are, even if they have a registered, like, or a young adult that has a registered, like, AR-15, like, most people that <coughs> shoot up schools or places have these guns legally. Yeah, they're not going and searching them. No, they already I have think in their house. that, so I'm saying that the best way to prevent it is to ban owning them because it would not be hard to find everyone who has them because it's well, registered. I just think my opinion with that is it's like, why are we going to, this dude's a criminal, I think he's going to commit a crime either way, whereas uh, we can't take away the people who are already following the law and just want to defend their family. Well, if he comes into school waving a knife, that's better than coming into school. You'd be surprised how many like mesh uh, knifings there are. Yeah. I mean, I take, I'll can, take it, I'll it take it. I'd rather a mess, a knife guy wheeling a knife came into the school than the guy with the like, gun. Like, are there more casualties from yeah, a knife, a mass knifing? Not I mean, you can look it up. You, there's China, there was like some 17 or more people were just stabbed. And then you look elsewhere, there's a bunch of people get just get stabbed. And, and but again, die. And if that person, let's say someone's going to stab you, what would you want to defend yourself with? You just wanted to send yourself with a handgun. I don't know. I feel like if someone came in the classroom with a knife, like people would start throwing their like crap at them, like their and books, you could their textbooks. Prob- like you could probably not- like handle someone with a knife rather than handle someone with a gun. Like try and defend yourself. It'd be easier to, def- to defend yourself if yeah. the attacker had a knife or like whatever. I mean, yeah, but then if the good guys can't get a gun, like let's say I think it was uh, Sutherland Spring, uh, Spring shooting in Texas. Do you guys know about that? It was. Is that the one more- at the church? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. There was more casualties in that than the Parkland Spring shooting and all these other shootings. We never heard about it because an NRA member showed up to that church with an AR-15 to take out the shooter. And there's been all sorts of other cases where pastors are carrying guns and they're able to take down shooters. But you're saying, like, okay, let's give the good guys guns. Plus, but who's how do, good guys? Exactly, who's good how guys? are we going to know? Who, like, I could be a good guy, but in 15 years I could go crazy and go shoot up a school. 
Like, I mean, we don't know, like, our minds, we don't know what can happen to them. Like, nobody is ever mentally stable. We don't know what's going to happen. We don't know happen. that, but someone could always go crazy, and we always need normal people on the other side. In case but how do you know it's normal? normal. Everyone has a gun. That's, like... That's your ideal situation. Everyone just having their own gun if in their you have pocket. Good mental health, yeah. But how do we well, know, like, who has good mental health? Like, this student had, like, people knew that he didn't even have good mental health, but he still had access to a gun. I mean, I think there'll always be some ways to get around it, but, I mean, they've talked about just doing, like, psych tests and stuff, and there's already a lot of stuff you actually got to fill out in order to buy a gun. There's, like, six Obviously or seven pages. Enough. There's, like, six or seven pages you got to fill out all sorts of background checks. Can't have domestic or now in Oregon they pass. You can't have a domestic, domestic violence, violence history or history. You can't have a history of alcohol and all that stuff. 